Welcome back to another episode of Clay, the podcast for Christian men aspiring to be the best that they can be, courageously leading, always yearning, desiring more of Jesus in their lives and your life and mine. My name is Justin, your host, and I'm excited to be uh, with you today, uh, sharing uh, from uh, the heart a little uh, something that I I actually uh, came across last week uh, in a a small group of uh, guys that's uh, exchanged some thoughts on uh, a reading plan and scripture that we're going through and uh, in, in the Bible, uh, we uh, were talking about uh, the woman at the well, and uh, something came up in uh, this story uh, that stuck with me so much so that uh, this is a week ago, and I'm still thinking about it, and I'm still pondering this because uh, it really uh, it was, it was incredible because uh, the, the Word of God, believe it or not, living and breathing, revealed something for me in my life. Uh, that has actually led to some great conversations with others, which is a, a, a well, a primary benefit, we'll say. Uh, and the side benefit, I, perhaps, is, is is for me. Uh, it's really it's really kind of rocked my my world and the way that I think about uh, my to do lists and what I need to get done. Uh, and that is the fact that uh, in this story, we have a woman who has walked uh, miles per se, a distance, right? So they've walked a, a distance to get to uh, the well. And she's in the middle of the day because of her lifestyle and some decisions that she's made. Uh, she's not really welcome with everybody else. She's not really a uh, part of, she's more of an outcast, which uh, is an, another interesting topic that we can talk about later, uh, Jesus being an outcast uh, in his own right. Uh, now this woman, uh, she uh, has this interaction with Jesus. And then she goes and tells the people whom she is more of an outcast with, remember, about Jesus and, and it, like she leaves immediately after this interaction. And the part that stuck out to me is the fact that she left her jar there at the well. She uh, traversed this distance to fill up her jar, to uh, get water, a necessity for life, uh, something that uh, you need to survive. You cannot live without uh, having water. Another interesting thing, Jesus being the living water, right, in this story, uh, this, had, th- this has a significant impact on her life. But what stuck out to me, gentlemen, men, believe it or not, guys, what stuck out to me is the fact that she left her jar there. And as I was thinking about this, as I was uh, pondering it for a a full day after I read it, and uh, as you can tell, it's been a week and I'm still thinking about it, uh, this this woman, she she puts in all this work to carry a jar, which it it without water is not light. It has to hold hold water, has to hold a lot of water. Uh, She carries it out to the well uh, in the the heat of the day, to uh, fill it up and to take water back. Yet what she returns with to the village is not the jar with water. She left it there. She left her jar there. Like, in my mind, I'm going, well, you already did the work to get out there with the jar. Why not? Okay, like, you're excited. I get it. But go ahead and fill up the jar and then carry that back and then tell everybody. She didn't waste any time. She didn't pause. She didn't consider her most strategic move. She was moved by this conversation with Jesus, so much so that she went to tell everybody. People that uh, may or may not have really even accepted her in the first place, she went to go tell them. She left her jar there. She, like, in my mind, the strategic uh, aspect of that just, just doesn't make sense. Just take your jar back with you. Fill it up with water and just take it back with you. But she left her jar there. And that's the part that stuck out to, to me and has stuck out to me is this idea of uh, putting in the, all this work and you have this plan and it's something as simple as going to fill up your jar with water. And then she left it. I, I have my plans, right? 
I have the direction that I think that I need to go and the decisions that I need to make. And I have the schedule that I need to keep for uh, my days and to maintain uh, my organized structure and maintain my discipline and maintain my habits. And uh, and I do have all of those things uh, currently going on in, in my life. And uh, I think that they help me to be a more effective man, uh, especially as I seek after uh, more of, of Jesus in my life. Uh, there's many of those things that uh, aid in that. But when we have uh, such a structured life that we forget uh, uh, about uh, the spontaneity of the Holy Spirit, not that you're going to be going to and from uh, uh, in, in an emotional response to whatever feels right at the time, I do not want to paint that picture here. So if, you, if you're hearing that, uh, it's probably more so because of the uh, association that you're currently with that's being talked about and that's being shared. Uh, I do not believe that we are to be uh, emotional creatures making decisions based on our feelings and what, uh, what, what gets us going at that point in time. What I do believe and what I do think is very scriptural is this uh, idea of abiding in Jesus and abiding in the Holy Spirit. If you believe that you have the Holy Spirit in you, uh, if you've accepted Christ as your Savior uh, and you have repented of your sins and you are living your life for Him, then you should also be willing to believe that you will be prompted by the Holy Spirit to do things, that you will be in situations where you have an opportunity to open a door, to have a conversation, to engage with those around you, to leave your jar at the well and go tell somebody about Jesus, to uh, take a little bit longer at the gas pump and not rush to get back into your car, or perhaps while your gas is pumping to wait outside of the car. Uh, You never know who you're going to have a chance to talk with. To choose the line at the grocery store that is lengthy because you'll have time to have a conversation with somebody in front of you or behind you in line. To uh, take a moment out of your day to uh, talk with the waiter or waitress at that restaurant and actually engage and go beyond the small talk that is so easy to do, uh, but rather uh, get a little bit deeper, perhaps offer to pray for this individual. There are so many ways that we can leave our jar at the well and go respond to the word of God. And so my question for you today, and the thing that I want you to uh, discuss with other men in your life, the thing that I want you to think about, is uh, how, many, um, how many jars do you have that you're carrying around? And what is it uh, that it would take for you to leave your jar and go respond to what God is calling you to do? Uh, are there uh, hindrances in that? Does this idea make you uncomfortable? Does the fact that uh, this woman has an interaction with Jesus and she is so moved and so excited about this interaction that she leaves her jar, something that she leaves her work, essentially, something that she has uh, has committed to, it's her responsibility, she leaves that and goes and, and tells uh, the, the other people in the town about him, about this interaction. And, and she invites them to come, come with her. To you, you have to come here from this guy. Like he, he told me everything about my life. You have to come. Come with me. 
right? Uh, she and and I think it's reasonable to assume that she went ahead and after going back, she filled up her jar of water and she went home. She went home a different person, mind you, a one a completely different person. Her heart was changed, absolutely, based on her response. That's something that we can certainly uh, accept and, and and believe there. But uh, this is this is something that uh, I I know that I struggle with, and I would bet that uh, there are many of you listening that uh, have this the same issue at, at times. You have that moment where you go, you know, I should, I should go do something about that, whatever that is. Or I should say hi to that person. Or I should spend a little bit longer in this space right now. Uh, I, I should go out of my way just to let that person know that I see them, that they are very real to me and that I care about them. Perhaps it's uh, just to let them know uh, that you uh, would like to pray for them. Maybe that's your door opener. How hard is that to offer to pray for somebody? I heard a story of somebody locally that lives lives close to me, and uh, him and his, um, his his family actually went to 100 houses. And out of 100 houses, they offered at each and every single one of them to pray for uh, whatever they wanted them to pray for. And I found it interesting to hear the statistics of how many people welcomed and accepted prayer uh, regardless of their faith or their beliefs, they accepted prayer. It was 99 out of 100. They only had one person reject prayer. And you know what they obviously did for that one person. They, they prayed for them, as, as you do. An interesting thing, like, all they did was ask, like, hey, how are, how are you doing? How's, uh, how's things been for you in this era of uh, pandemics and government regulations and what, whatever, whatever the conversation looked like? How are you doing? Wow, that's a really profound question, isn't it? How are you doing? How's it going? How's your day? There's so many just little things that we can do to just test the waters, open up a door to conversation, have a curiosity about people around you. If you believe that uh, Jesus died and rose again and that there is an eternal consequence to not believing in him, then why not live your life a bit more outward-facing and a bit more curious, inquisitive about the people uh, around you and their stories? What could you do in a few minutes, 30 seconds, just to engage with somebody, offer to pray for them, let them know that you're there, that you see them, that there is a God in heaven who loves them and would love to have a relationship with them, and that there are consequences to not knowing him. What, what would it take for you to leave your jar, to leave that thing that is such a priority for you and to go? You can always go back to the jar. You can always make the trek back and pick up that jar and fill it up with water and, and take it to where it needs to go. It's not that you're leaving that thing permanently, Right? But in those instances, in those moments, in your day-to-day life, what is it? When is it that you need to leave your jar? Perhaps it's in your direct mission field at home with your, with your wife, with your kids. How many times do you have an opportunity to engage with your kids, your family, those that are leaning on you, those that are looking to you to lead, but you're so focused on your jar that you miss the fact that you've got other jars sitting right in front of you that are far more of a priority? How often do we look at the things right in front of us 
and miss them altogether because we're so focused on this, this one jar, this one task. Time is not uh, eternal in this life. You don't have an unlimited amount of time. What you do have is the seconds and moments in front of you right now. And so what you do with those seconds and these moments that we are in right now, they are important and they compound into habits and a lifestyle that you build for yourself. So as a Christian, if you want to look ahead and see yourself as the man who is willing to pray for anybody and everybody a year from now, who has a a comfort zone that goes beyond uh, beyond saying hi to anybody, right? Who is willing to uh, have a conversation with uh, essentially any any human being that's got a heartbeat and is willing to talk? If you want to get to that point, well, then it's going to start with uh, some smaller conversations now, today. And so, what would it look like if you had a goal every week? Maybe it's just once a week to get outside of your comfort zone and engage with somebody new to meet somebody. Maybe it's once a day. What would that look like compounded over a year in your life? What would your family see? What would your uh, other brothers and sisters see? What would uh, your conversations be like on a Sunday morning at church or with your life group? Are you going to be talking about the same old stuff or would you be talking about the new person that you met this week and how you're praying for them and how you're inviting their family over to join your family for dinner? how you are ministering and serving, what would that look like? So again, my question for you, the thing that I really, I want you to wrestle with, I want you to grapple with it, your jar, are you willing to leave that at the well? Are you willing to leave that and respond to what God has put on your heart, what he's called you to do? Knowing that you can go back, you can go get your well, you can go get your your jar, sorry, You can fill it up with water. You can take it home. You can do what you need to do. But maybe in this moment, in this instance, you're being called to do something different. Perhaps it's being called into a time of prayer right now. Perhaps uh, there's somebody that you know that you need to reach out to. Do it. Send that text. Make that phone call. Get outside of your comfort zone enough. Leave your jar And go be the man that God has called you to be. So, what are you going to do? If you uh, got some value out of this podcast, if you had some thoughts, if you you enjoyed it, uh, I would encourage you to share it. Share it with somebody else. Perhaps, I mean, this is a pretty short one. Share it with somebody who you want to have this conversation with. Share it with somebody whom uh, you think that this conversation would be beneficial. And and be, be the man that God's called you to be. Uh, have some impact, do something, get outside your comfort zone far enough, far enough to actually feel uncomfortable, to engage, to be the man that God has called you to be. With that, guys, courageously leading, always yearning clay. We are clay in his hands. He is molding us. He is growing us. He is changing us. And he's taken away. He's pruning us. And it is all good because it's all for his kingdom's sake. Uh, I love you guys, praying for you as uh, listeners of this podcast. I hope that you will uh, share it and uh, spread the word as we uh, draw more men into the battle uh, uh, and and, and more men aspiring to be uh, the men that God has called them to be.